What up, baby? It's the DJ legend Molly Maud in the building. I don't care who first or who last. You need to shake that ass with the Mega Late Show, baby. You know what it is. Peace! I don't know what we should put on in the background. Let me see. Put on WAP. Put on WAP? No. You don't let's like do it. it. Let's, let's, let's get into that. Mega Late Show episode number 121. We're here with the guy, Brooklyn Terry, Naomi Kawahara, oh. and my guest host today, and also just a person that's in here all the time and shit, Aphrodite. Good to see you. Hey, what's yeah. up? So episode 121, the second part of the podcast is where we speak yeah. about music and have general discussions about those type of things. Tune into the last episode or the last, the first part of episode 121 where you can kind of find out exactly what it is that Terry and Naomi are doing with Japan for Black Lives. It's tremendously important, especially if you're out here in Japan. Um, you want to go ahead and pay attention to that so you can contribute to relevance and, and do the, the right things in your life. But uh, right now, we're going to just talk about music and shit. We were talking about wet-ass pussy. <laughs> or if the radio the radio version, wet and gushy. So what are what are your thoughts on this shit? No, I mean, should we frame it again? Terry, should we frame it again, what we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of, kind of uh, black art becoming product and it's yep. kind of visibility within popular culture and how it has been turned into an entire an entire industry yeah you know what i mean like we were talking about nwa and and the usage of the n-word and our dad's not saying it and it not becoming popular until rap music kind of made it more popular yep. i don't know should we go back into that or should we just keep it moving let's yeah. just keep talking casually yeah, yeah, like we were talking, talking you know what i mean keep talking casually. yeah yeah so so what's up should we just start about like what the fuck we're listening to, or should we get right into? Yo, I want to get ass into. Pussy? I want to get <laughs> get right into wet ass pussy. I, I'm I feel trying to really be <laughs> an adult about it. <laughs> an adult about right? it. I don't but, know if the music is conducive to that. Yeah, well, no. Nah, you you. Everybody wants to get in to everybody that's. I mean, a lesbian or a straight male. Wants to get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's I interesting. Guess it's, it's just the same old, same old, you know, over sexualization of of black women as usual. Like but when it's done by black women, though. But I yeah, I mean, it is. I guess. Uh, but men, black men, sexualize. We sexualize ourselves all the time. Wait, do you see my dick? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Wait, I mean, like, I, g I get the, I get your points. On that, I guess just for me, it's not my it's 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 not my speed. It's just something I'm not. I get it. Cause I like Cardi B for some of the other stuff that she's done, but that song to me is just kind of like, all right, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. here we go. <laughs> is it is it that you don't like it as a song or you don't like it as the statement? Because those are two different things. Like you know, there's um there's some songs that I like the statement for, but the song's pretty whack. You know what I mean? Sure. And yeah. then there's the opposite. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess I just, I, I guess I'd, I'd probably have to watch it one more time. I have to. I mean, we can watch it one more time. We can watch it one I really just watched it once. And I guess it's just a matter of. I guess it's like, to me, I think that sexuality has, has, 
I don't know. Are you slut shaming right now? Shalise? I feel like I'm about to slut shame. <laughs> like, no, I, I get just, it though. Like, look, if I'm on the I'm on the edge of the forest there of slut shaming, and I'm not trying to slut shame, but it's just kind of like I don't know. Like, do you have to? do It's a cheap shot. It's like it's yeah. a cheap cheap way to to make to get well, like it's just it's really not cheap thoughtful. I, know. I mean i guess it, but i guess it like, gets it gets the job done you know yeah. like so she gets can i ask a question um, one if the demonization of sex didn't exist first of all do you think you would feel like this because sex is totally demonized in general then what's even more demonized is the demonization of women in sex mm. and what's even more demonizing that is the demonization of black women sure in sex so if that didn't exist do you think you would feel like that and that's the question well prob- probably not i mean like i mean I'm, you're talking about I'm like a radical to... new paradigm that it's like hard to imagine yeah if there wasn't those kind of barriers and there was like this free spirit libidinal uh unlimited potential for that it is very much a different context of where that song is positioned in culture now yeah. you know like one is it like this this is this is popular rap music right and so the themes are on par with what has been popular in rap music tropes throughout the last 20 this years it's, it's yeah. just that i mean my, my neck my back this, there's not very much different to a lot of these type of things <laughs> it, it just so happens that this moment it, it's kind of characterized, I think, yeah. as being of kind of like this radical tradition of individuality and free expression of sexual identity, which is popping right now. Not to say that it wasn't popping at any other times, but it's this song is getting credit for uh, that aspect of it, I think. You have a problem with that or do you just think it's not as important? Because I, I really don't. I, I come... Like, like, I don't even, I'm not one of those old school hip hop heads. It's like, yo, we should go back to the times of Wu-Tang and all that old shit. Like I'm listening to uh, a lot of people don't know where hip hop music went quietly. I'm just saying it's a brand new lexicon. I, I, you think deep, sorry. (laughs) No, like uh, I keep on pointing at the mic because what you tend to do is turn Turn my head. head, It'll be close to your mouth, but you turn. (laughs) Just keep it, just keep it, keep (laughs) it right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got I got some hang up, sexual hang ups apparently about mm, things in my face like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could help you. You want me to hold like, it for you? Uh, uh, I'm walking this is, away. This is problematic. <laughs> this is Terry walking away right now. I'm this joking, is me I'm walking around. No, but um, no, but in all seriousness, I think it's just it's just a cheap money shot thing. It's just it doesn't maker. seem substantial to you. It's a money maker okay. scheme, like. What am I supposed to get excited about yeah. this? Like, I it's mean, just, I mean, I, I understand, I understand, like, the freedom of sexuality and all of these things, but there's, you know, there's a variety of ways you can do that. But I guess it's a testament to Cardi B's kind of uh, character and, yeah. like, how she portrays herself anyway, so she has to keep keep that up you know what i mean yeah. so even if she wanted to change i doubt that she could really I, I wouldn't listen to the song on my own accord really i yeah. mean it pops but i don't find myself in those places i listen to like like the the black radical tradition of strange individual authentic weird hip-hop music so i'm listening to weird shit i'm not listening to like things that would be played at a forever it, exactly. 21 or at harlem i just don't do that so 
for this, like the reason I like the video is because I find them uh, attractive in a kind of hypersexual type of way. Like I have never been with a woman who had so many prosthetic body parts you know what i mean i've been with yeah. a lot of women with different hair it's just of a, ya that yakky weave you know i've been with a lot of different type of hairs but i mean like the fake boobs the butts just, i think the it's the whole movement of that in in general is what's bothering me the most is that women are attaching things to them putting band-aids on their problems mm. rather than addressing their mm. problems that's I, I, that's that's what concerns me because you know, I know that this is not for, you know, like this song is not for kids. It's not for, but they're going to get their hands on it in a heartbeat. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? They're going to that, watch it. That's a real it. problem. And they're going to, and they're going to think that that's what they should be. You're Yo. representing the sexuality of women. Right. You're representing, you know, well, there's no there's authenticity that. to it. Well, it there very well could be though. Like authentically Cardi B and Meg might be directly on their waves, but what responsibility do they have to other people's children shout out to you uh brooklyn terry the god zion just turned 11 years old yes, would sir. you let him get close to any of this genre of music no just like my mother wouldn't have let me get close to anything that was like that like not um, at 11 years old not at right? 11 no um what is it pd wee straw devil son-in-law right my mom wouldn't let me listen to that my mother was dolomite dolomite yeah, yeah. My mother wasn't letting me listen to that. Uh, my mother wouldn't let me listen to even uh, Richard Pryor album. Sure. You know what I mean? There's there's the limits, and as a parent, it's your responsibility. Yes, you know I, you can't be there one hundred percent of the time. That is an absolute. We know right. that. And it's even worse now with the way that they have access to media right. and these things. Yeah. Now it's so much easier for yeah. them. And that's why it's access. our responsibility Definitely to more when they aware. face when they come in touch with those things that they're prepared mentally, emotionally to deal with those things. So as a parent, it is our job to do that. It's not Cardi B's job. It isn't. And it, I, I know, you know, I know that. But I guess I just I just get concerned when these things get hyped up mm. and popularized a little too much. Like, I'm okay. like, eh. I mean, it's all right. Yo, I'm for it. I, gotta, I, a, I, I was singing this song one day when I was in the shower. Because Janelle Monet did the same thing in her, like, uh, what was that album called? Shit. Um, shit, I forgot. I don't think the it. title of it is as important as the point okay. you're trying to make. But up. the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, like, Janelle Monet in, in all the videos that she was doing for this album, you know, it was a. A relationship between her and another woman and all the things that she was willing to do for that mm. you know what i mean mm. and there was some sexuality involved but it was all quite tasteful you know and it was it's it's like mm. showing that freedom of sexuality in that sense but is sex but always tasteful it's no. not no exactly i, mean, <laughs> yeah. I know i know I, I guess i just to me the issue is not so much the, about the, it <laughs> the, the issue is not to me like the content or who has access to it it's 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 i think that they're perfectly fine to do that and make that type of music i think it's dope that they f they have the space to make that music and the people like that shit i don't think that it's special in in any particular way that is that is exciting to me but i also feel the same way about virtually everything beyonce has done so that's not i'm not their target demographic yeah in a way i am because i am a man i have the male gaze and 
I think, with two minds. <laughs> the one of the minds in particular is like, oh, don't play the song unless you're going to put the video on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and I'm not going to lie, like, some of that, like, I, I've never been a dude to just be like, hey, pussy, I like pussy. What do you think about pussy? Everything, pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> like, I've never been really that cat. But, I mean, you know, yeah. why, they can be. I think. Is this um, conscious rap? She's conscious she's, of showing them titties. Yeah, you know it's funny, man. I, so this is something I, I was I, I also deal with when um, I was thinking about the panel. We are the only we are the only group of artists, and I'm talking about black folks, who are always always held to have a responsibility. We can't just joke. We can't just be sexual. We can't just be. We always have this responsibility. And I think we do also end up doing this to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're that we yeah. always have to know. Let's just have fun. Like, right. we can't always be public enemy. We can't right. all be public enemy. Right. Some of us need to be Tyler the Creator. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we... we we can't all be sister soldier. Some of us need right. to be Cardi B because that is the complete of an art. Right. That's right. the complete. We have right. to let ourselves be. It's always us that has to deal with that. You know, I've, I grew up through the age of freaking hair bands and I can recall how they never had any responsibility for any of the shit that not that they just sung about, but they did. They never held any responsibility for the shit that they did. Right. While for us, India NWA would make a rap song, or even uh, even Run DMC would make a rap song or something like that, and they would have to be responsible for the right. things in their music. While you look over to bands like Poison, and they're fucking destroying hotels and doing more cocaine then can right. be brought into the country at one time. But they're not holding any responsibility. Even in the modern day. Even in the modern day, we have yeah. those type of issues. Yeah. When they talk about censoring certain um, themes and concepts from artists on Spotify, like removing R. Kelly and, and, and uh, people that are talking about certain things in um, American sociology, it's always going to, it always points to this being like, okay, this is, this is something that they're trying to do for the betterment of uh, humans in general, but it's going to be it's going to single out black artists. And when they put out that press roll, it's like, should we remove Kendrick Lamar and this yep. person? It's all black artists. It's not the death metal. It's not the subversive, yep. subtle, racist musics and things of that nature. So we have to be careful with that. And, and respectability politics is something that gets a big middle finger for me, too. It's one of the reasons I'm so disappointed with the RZA. I mean, respectability pro politics. We we wouldn't have an Eddie Murphy if Eddie Murphy followed what yeah. Bill Cosby was saying. Yeah. And and I think that it's great for them to do that. But I also am just I don't give a fuck. I'm listening to that new black radical tradition. I'm listening to Bus Driver's new shit and, and Earl's new shit. And it just don't speak to me. Exactly. You heard you heard Safari came out with like the the no scrubs no pigeons version of it, and it's called like big ass dick, wet ass pussy big ass dick, and it's like yo do that. But I have every right to call you a cornball. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, because I it's, right. it's still art, right? You yeah. 
you give me if you're being an artist you're giving me the right to my opinion to your works yeah like that's why you know you can feel how you feel and that's dope it, you, she's yeah. giving you the right to your opinion about her work that's mm -hmm. cool but that's the thing is like it i comes still to responsibility, like it's different. i still like cardi b i like a lot of stuff she does but that just didn't See, i don't <laughs> I don't know. Tech, For some reason, that doesn't ratchet, surprise me. Right, you know what I mean? There's just a ratchet side of me that is there. Mm, I like that. Likes ratchet. to come out every now and then. Right. You know. That's dope. What about man. you? You what? fucking with some wet ass pussy? Uh, <laughs> you like this song? Do you know what song we're talking about? Yeah, Cardi B and Me yeah. Megan. Yeah, yeah make the sound. Uh, right? Do you remember that? I asked to Terry that why everybody talking about this video. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my yeah impression. Like yeah. <laughs> in this house, there's some holes. In I this. mean, yeah. I mean, should we play the clean version, Shalise? No. No. This sounds fun, but it also reminds me of some shit that would be like at Forever 21, and I don't be at Forever 21. <laughs> Yo, for I'm see. This is how I feel. I feel. Every single dude that's criticizing this, dude that's criticizing is stupid. Because yeah. finally you get them to say all the shit that you really want them to say. Yeah. Uh, and then you <laughs> talk shit about it. Like, say that shit, girl. Oh. Hey. Did she say spit in my eye? That's some real Spit kinky. in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's nasty. We get kinky. Let's do a lyrical breakdown. <laughs> Come on. So can I pull up the lyrics here? I mean, that's black. That's empowerment. Ask Look, for a car while you ride that penis. <laughs> Look, this is a wholesome podcast, so I don't use that type of language. It, that's a good idea, me, actually. She gave me a very good idea. I'm going to do like, that For me, time. it's funny because <laughs> like, I, I'm not trying to sound like the super feminist dude, but it's funny how men expect certain things when they get them that car, but then on the flip side, there's a big issue when women make a song talking about, well, I'm going to give you this, but I expect like it's it, it it gets weird. Like why why do why do we gotta keep holding that responsibility to one group of people and not the other? Is yeah. what I'm yeah. Trying to I say. see, I'm I see your point. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, um, the reason that I don't I wouldn't be critical on this is because like it's it's more uncommon that women are voicing this opinion. You listen to a lot of rap music and a lot of it is absolutely this and it's like deplorable type of shit it's like yo kill this person take this money treat women like this call women this type of shit and i'm just like oh that's pretty trash too yep. and and this is more like a celebration of i don't know women just doing what they want to do and i'm not really in the position where i could be i should be the one criticizing that yeah. yeah, I think I'm just I you think cool I'm doing just it salty about it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm salty because because of all the fake titties and the fake asses yeah, that you keep yeah, seeing yeah. everywhere. I'm just like, yeah. so, someone had the nerve to ask me if my ass was fake. Oh. 
And that I wanted a, to smack the shit out of her. I was like, that are is you a violation. kidding me? Where was this? This was this was like uh, in Shibuya. I was at a club. Oh. Mm. It was a Japanese person? No, it was just 19-year-old white girl. And that's what made oh. me think Ooh. about it. This oh, okay. is why this came up to me. like Because I was like, oh, wait. We don't realize that it's completely shaping future generations right. of women right. and what their perception of right. beauty is, which is to go right. tuck, take, add, do this, do right. that, and like don't actually be yourself. Right. Like that is what concerns yeah. me. It's and I think I think as women we always have a as women we always have a responsibility um, to kind of set the bar for the next generation. You sure. know what I mean? Like, if, if we don't do it, no one else is going to do right. it. We have to. So it's like, yeah. it's not like liberation. It's it's kind of like championing the wrong thing. Great. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's championing the wrong thing. That's, I feel you. That's what bothers me because yeah. it's not the content. The content, whatever. She say whatever she wants because I'll jam to right. it, you know, in the fucking in the club probably. Right. In the next two weeks, if I hear it, yeah, I'll be like, Ugh, yeah. out there with my tequila shots right. and shit. You know what I right, mean? Right. But at the same time, it's just like, it's, it's, I think it's, it's time for us to really go more inward in terms of how we view ourselves and stop looking outward all the time. Sure. So that's, that's what concerns me about the video. It's Word. just not the trajectory I would hope for for women in terms of liberation. I feel you on that. Do you get what I mean? Absolutely. Because it's like... No, I get it. If you can just go buy it. You can go right. buy an ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, how much self-love do you have when you have to define yourself by, like, ideas about body image that you don't actually have? Like, you you know, like, how, how much self-love do you have when you don't like a part of your body so much to change it you know what i mean like yeah. i get it like I, I hate to see things that are washed from ethnicity uh to get towards a standard like a, if you got a big old greek or jewish roman nose. type of nose yep. like to to remove that from your visage like the way you look is like yo like that is it's your genetic heritage yeah. and i feel the same way when people try to make their skin darker or lighten their skin it's like or if it make you feel wider. good if it make you feel good, fine. But yeah, that's not a real radical way of self-love that I rock with, and I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that myself. Yeah, so sorry, I'm just too much of a hippie in that <laughs> respect because I'm nah, just like, yo, what is this yeah, bullshit? Your <laughs> position is not I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. And agree with your position. You have a common position. A lot of people feel that way. It's like, it's what's happening? Because like, do you see? Do you know? Like, if you were to scroll through my Instagram, do you see? You would see so many things on like oh you need these new contact lenses to make your eyes different colors wow. and these eyelashes that can just snap on magnetically oh mm. you need this outfit magnetically <laughs> magnet lashes <laughs> the fuck i'm putting a magnet on my eyelid for are you crazy i mean i like that I'm that's a, like the first step like to becoming like a cyborg human. exactly i'm trying to get some step metal one. parts and shit you know what i mean you know no, laser hair no. removal just oh, yeah. ten thousand yeah. dollars yeah that advertisement always comes to my like, feed right and yeah. it's like what is this would y'all get breast implants when I'm How like 60, about? I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I might get. It. What size you gonna get? <laughs> like, That's because they gonna like start big? sagging, and I don't. Oh, okay. I see what they look like. Just a I boost? saw my grandma once, and it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I was like, when there's nothing there, that's when I'll get it. Uh, <laughs> Is that the wrong question to be asking? Like, yo, I, you gonna get some? I don't. You know, it's funny because um, it, it's it's a strange tight walk 
tightrope to walk on and uh, those kind of questions. But as a as a dad to a 24-year-old, the kind of conversation, like my, my daughter is a woman. My daughter is a woman. And on, her, on that runway to womanhood, we would have certain conversations. And uh, all the conversations that lean towards her sexuality and stuff like that, I would do my best to empower her. I wouldn't tell her that this is wrong or this is right. This is what it is. And you make right. these choices. Just be smart in right. your choices. Like, And I think there's too much of this is wrong and this is right. right. I understand the position of, you know, make turning the woman's body into a product and all of these parts that it are really freaking sellable. Is, that's, that's actually not cool because yeah. only the only people that truly benefit from that are men, if I'm being real, because it's men that run these corporations Women, that create if, these products. If I didn't have to shave, I wouldn't. Okay? You don't have, have to, to shave, shave I know I don't, but I know what it let looks it like when I let it go. If I don't shave... I look like a prickly pear. <laughs> For a little while, then you For look little, like I a, mean, I'm a little bit prickly, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like always, I think one of the first conversations I had with my daughter about having a boyfriend is like, I'm not going to tell you to not do any of this stuff. Just be careful and be smart. And if you have any questions to ask me. Sure. You know, and I, I feel that the conversation needs to be more like that, even in this world of music. Yo, stop telling this person to not do it. Right. Just give counseling. Yeah. Let that let the world of counseling be open to women who feel like they need a fake booty. They don't have anyone to go to and no nothing no one to speak to. Let's be real. To like if it wasn't for if it wasn't for those things that Cardi B did to her body she probably wouldn't be in the position that she's in now probably you know what i mean and so like who's to speak on the steps that you take towards capital gain if you're a fucking capitalist yep you know like the things that jay-z has done to uh brooklyn there's a lot of criticism to be made the things that beyonce does with her clothing brand and workers in sri lanka there's a lot of shit to be said about that and there's like the ethics of operating within capitalism like there's no ethical consumption in capitalism anymore everything is kind of exploitative or shitting Mm. on a person or your cloth is fucked up or you you ruin an entire ecosystem because you eat avocados (laughs) instead of chickens (laughs) like everything is nasty so like do your thing it's so fucking just do your thing if you make there if i if i do my job right raising my daughter I won't have to teach her like distinctions to make on what to do with her body because I will have taught her a certain amount of self-love that whatever she does, whichever direction she does, that choice is something that is informed and something that she's making of her own accord and less of from the hegemonic structures that are influencing. Because I mean, there's I went the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, a lot. To get me here, I went the wrong way. Yeah. But Shit what that I, I did is yesterday, <laughs> is, is, you know what I mean, is the wrong way. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to spend too much time trying to pick apart uh, w- w- wet-ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to say that Are often, sure so I'm just going to put it out. <laughs> I'm going to put it out. There's no way 
to say the title of that song without making the pun. Do you know yeah. how many memes are about to come out? I can't they're wait. Well, they're on their way. There's they're just they're so here. many memes. I'm excited to I see. It's going to be so, hilarious. I'll be bumping wet ass pussy in my car all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was listening to some wet ass pussy just this morning. But. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. That's that was for all my ASR fans. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Hey, I just want to let you guys know that was Brooklyn Terry, not Mega the Mega Late Show. Mega Late Show does not contribute to this type of bullshit. Right. <laughs> all right. So if, if if we're against, if 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 we're not fans, I shouldn't say against. If we're not fans of this song in particular, what are we what are we rocking with right now? What's what's in your tape decks? Ooh. I said that I was. I'll be on the weird shit. I'll be on the weird modern new hip hop shit. But I mean, the 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 tip of the iceberg is what I play for people when they ask me what I'm listening to. Everything below the tip is really what I'm rocking with. So, do you guys want me to play something below the radar, or do you guys want me to play something that I might recommend to you guys? What do you guys think? What should I do um, here? I want a recommendation. A recommendation? All right. Well, I think I got some new shit. Hold on. Uh, I'll pl- I'll go first. And Terry, your your computer is plugged in, so I'll let yeah. you go next. Um, let me see. Here's this is a new joint from Odyssey, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with this cat. I think he's from Detroit. He is a um, uh, a musician, an MC, a Muslim cat, a beat maker. He's been out here before. Just a phenomenal artist uh, who's gotten better and better uh, every year. His uh, his he's he's got a few classic albums in my opinion. The last one that came out that I really rock with was the Iceberg, and that was about three years ago. But Rock Creek Park and and um, all of those are dope. The new album is called The Odd Cure, and here goes a joint right here. You might be able to dance to this one. This song is called so. This is right, but this is called The Cure by Odyssey. Let me do some mapping on this too. So. Black radical tradition. Looking out a window from the inside of my head, what I had in mind. Is it recess or recession? Been worried, cause I ain't stressing. One side said we gon' hit the incline. One side said we get in the end time. In the middle of the match, what I've been fine. And he's on his dean. He's a practicing Muslim. So this content is not gonna have wet ass pussy in it. Yeah, I feel like this is some shit you would fuck with. A true player. <laughs> you know me. I'm your friend. Yo, Shalice, if the window's making you hot, you can close that curtain. You good? You want to know who this is? Odyssey. He's great. After this, I'll uh, play some of his instrumental work. This song goes on for about four and a half minutes, so you know what I mean? Like, we don't have to play the whole thing. But yeah, I'm fucking with this. This album just came out like... Uh, a week ago, two weeks by the time this episode comes out. So yeah, he does all his own production. 
writes his own raps. He's nice. a one-man piece. But he also has a lot of uh, musicians comes in. He'll tell them, you know, like, do this, freak it this way, and, and do it. So, yeah, art. Everybody got a way of coping. Talk about a half a sip, smoke it. You can tell a serious Yeah, who wants to go, uh, who wants to go next? So I'll put on one of his beats. Yeah, you can go back in. Yo. Let me know when you want me to come down. Yeah. All right, so. I'm, it's funny. Sorry. This is uh, I have two joints, right? One is a new joint that's old, and one is an old joint that's still new. Mm. Um, a lot of people don't know that Marvin Gaye released an album last year. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, and the album he released, he did it with uh, the Mazel Brothers. Okay. And if you don't know who the Mazel brothers are, you need to uh, do your research. They're probably two of the biggest influences on African-American music ever, ever, ever. So the, my first tune is Woman of the World by Marvin Gaye. Hmm. Uh, it was produced by the Mazel brothers. It just came out in 2019. Wow. Yeah. I missed this one. Yeah, I didn't it, it, It's funny because... Uh, it was after what's going on. It was actually supposed to be the next album after that, but it didn't get released sure. until last year. Gio? Yeah, you ready to come in? I'm ready to come it. in, sir. Make sure. I'm sorry. I'm old school. No, I love it. No, I love this stuff. Stuff I make pancakes to. Black radical tradition right here. So warm. So warm. That's what happens when you use that analog equipment. Got a little bit more soul to it. What year did uh what what year did he pass? Eighty four, okay. something like that. I believe eighty four. Yo, I did not know that you started World Living Room Radio. That yeah, is man. fucking wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting in the crib and I was just like, Are we? everyone's playing so fractured, like splintered all over the place. We can collectively have more viewers if yeah. we just all play together. Right. It just kind of makes sense. And, you know, I grew up listening to the radio. Right. So. Variety. Yeah. So I just figured like, hey, everybody pick a time slot. They just jump on the same thing, and we'll all share each other's listeners. It just makes a lot of sense yeah. to me, and hopefully one day we'll get to the point where we can monetize it right. and make it grow. So yeah, we're living on radio. I put it on uh, several times, uh, you know, in the evening. 
I've caught I've caught you, I've caught Rory, I've caught Kaz multiple times. Yeah. And it, even if you don't catch us live, you know, you can all still listen to the recorded versions on Mixcloud. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I got one more. more. Yeah, yeah, still in time, still in time. So the next one is the 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 new one that's old, I guess. Okay. And it's by this sister her name is Musina. And I feel like Musina didn't get her just dues and I know I I know people are gonna love it. Like mm. um I think she's from the Baltimore area. She's when I know when this album came out in twenty twelve, she was only like twenty six years old. Mm. She makes her own beats. Um man, she's just a monster. And I'm gonna play one of my favorites. Yeah, let's Hold on. I see what I did wrong. Sorry. How do you spell her name? M-U-S. Uh, sorry. M-U-H-S-I-N-A-H. I'm such a sucker for a reverse sample. I think you're gonna like this app, bro. See, you could do whatever you want. Yo, this is completely my Yeah, this is completely my lane. I really like this. Yeah. Really digging this. Yo, this is I think her 2012 album. Word. And I feel like she never and even the ones before that was so dope and she never got the props mm. that she should have got. So yeah, this amazing. Is amazing. Yeah, I'll definitely put her on my watch list, man. There's a uh, so many talented artists. Like I was just I came across this um this uh this other artist, I forget her name. It's Leanne. Hold on, I think I got it. Okay. 
see if I can find her. Is this still her? Yeah, still her. Have you guys heard of Leanne La Havas? Nope. Let me just put it on for a second while we pass that auxiliary to, to somebody else. Hold on real quick. If I can turn this advertisement off. There we go. Something like that. Yeah, if you want to pass that to anybody. song is called uh, Weird Fishes by uh, Leanne Le Havas. She's uh, a queen from in the UK, I think. Singer, songwriter, multi... Uh, well, she plays a guitar, but I'm not sure if she plays more instruments than that, but she's fire. In the deepest ocean. Oh, Weird Fishes from Radio uh, Radiohead. Is this a remake of that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, those drums sound very much like a Radiohead drum. By the song. way, I'm a, I'm a huge Radiohead fan. Like Same me too. Uh, I really indelible, am. Indelible, 100%. What's your favorite album? Uh, I'm a Kid A I'm a Kid A guy. fan, man. Yeah, Radiohead, Kid I'm A. I'm a Kid A fan. Um, hold on, let's just do that. <sighs> yeah, you're going to... I get just... Yeah, yo, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, I love this album. Brings me back to a weird oh, yeah. time too. Yo, so in limbo on this joint too. My father passed away when I first started, and I, oh, my stepfather, and all I listened to was Radiohead to get me through the madness of just yo finding his body. When my father passed away, all I listened to was Radiohead and Cigarettes. I was listening you to, listen to Cigarettes? I love Cigarettes. I thought I was the only black person on the planet. There's two of us. At, well, there's at least three of us because I know another person. But yeah, um, I listened to Cigarettes like all the way to um, Cigarettes and, and Radiohead all the way to my Radiohead, dad's funeral. Cigarettes and uh, Stereo Labs. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Stereo Lab. I think more black people know about Stereo Lab because of Dilla. Now. Yeah, but, but yeah, Stereo Lab is amazing. You fuck with Stereo Lab? Uh, probably. I just don't. Yeah. You guys are very good at name dropping, and I'm not. And, uh, so I've probably heard of them. I'm just, it's not registering. Yet. Yeah, like uh, my apologies for my lack of knowledge. Serial <laughs> Lab's amazing. That's, that's some DJ shit. Though. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Self portrait of the electric brain. Oh, this Yo. is my speed right here. Stereo Lab is amazing. Yeah. I love how every time I come here, I get a new bunch of playlists things to put on my. Well, you know, a lot of times it's like a real hip hop podcast, but when I have somebody in here who's a, like a music head, it's easy to bounce around See, like that. Another thing is people forget that before hip hop was hip hop, hip hop was just a DJ playing dope fucking right. music. Somebody once stood next to me in a party. Um, uh, who was playing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, it was a Zulu Nation party. Anyway, they stood next to me and they were like, the DJ's not even playing hip hop. 
At a right? Zulu Nation At a party, Zulu somebody, Nation said party somebody said the DJ is not even playing hip hop. And I immediately knew that this person did not understand what hip hop was. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a, at a Zulu Nation party to say that? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Planet Rock has got Autiker samples in it. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. that is, that is incredibly wrong. Hip hop wouldn't exist without this, like, great library of other music right. that was injected into the party, which is why even at my parties, I don't play strictly hip hop. Right. It's a party. You come to get busy, hear good music, you come to our party. Other things will grow from that. Right. And that's what hip hop was. Yeah. Word. Let's go let's let's bring you in, Shalisa. I know you got some shit that's not hip hop here, right? Yeah, I it's not hip hop. I don't I don't really know what it is. It's it's, it's good music, right? It's just music yeah, that I make. Oh, <laughs> I've just been—I've been calling shit. it the Black Radical Tradition. Everything that is new, fresh, and black. I think black it comes from the tradition. Black Radical Tradition. Yeah. So this new song came out. This is—is is it my track? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can play whatever you want. Girl, play what you want. Okay. Do do you? I think I should. You know, I should. I'm always quite shy about my own work. Like I, I have, I get very, very shy about it. I don't know why. I just that's do. It's, it's normal as an artist. That's the yeah. I'm just like oh my you, god. You've heard you've heard my music, right? Huh? You've heard my music, right? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm a selfish bitch. No, I'm no, sorry. no. I haven't shared it with you. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, wow. You, have inter- you? you internalized that. <laughs> I know, right? I am the worst. Uh, you internalized yeah. that with. Actually, so well. you know, my first DJ name was Worst Person. <laughs> oh worst my God. person. Worst person. Uh, I was being yeah. the worst person last Somebody. night. Like seriously, I was just cracking jokes and making people feel mad, uncomfortable all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best person. It was think. so much fun. All right. New York, I love that. So this track, it just it just came out. Well, I've got two. Now, the interesting is, is that the first one I'm going to play is from my original album when I first got in here with Cal, and it's been redone. And then the second one is is a Fun Time Pros. Shout out to Fun Time Pros, Fun Time Productions. Um, it's, it's made, but the beat is theirs. So okay. we're still pumping out music from my original beats that have been remastered. Okay, basically. Dope. So you got the dinosaur joint remastered. Yeah, you freak that. I want to hear it too. You want to hear that? Everybody right loves now. dinosaurs. I I love the Lupe fact that Fiasco people love it. I think that's the one that you sent to me, and I was like, this shit is fucking dope. Yeah, that's exactly my. <laughs> Should I play dinosaurs? Okay, I'm gonna yeah, play yeah. dinosaurs. Then. Play yeah. dinosaurs. Right. Dinosaurs can love too. Dinosaurs can love too. Yeah. Now, this song is about geriatric Japanese people finding love again. (laughs) (laughs) It's however you want to interpret it. Oh, this sounds different. Is this the remaster joint? Yeah. Uh, What what genre of music are you making, Shalise? Do you define it or you just... This is just I don't Aphrodite. define it. Okay. It's just me. I can't. I don't know how to. <laughs> don't. When you try to get it on playlists, what type of playlist is it on, though? Like it's pop? Put in pop. Pop? It's funny. Like, don't define it. Let other people define it. And then when they define it, you look at them and go, all right. It's so weird because you have to kind of define yourself to find your way onto these playlists now. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of the beat makers and they're like, yo, I hate what is considered lo-fi 
hip hop or yeah. chill jazz rap you know what i mean but they have to kind of market themselves as those type of artists while operating within a space so yeah. it's gonna be difficult I'm, I'm always curious because like these definitions nowadays there's such a kind of an amalgam of different sounds and and things like the way that i define hip-hop now is like is hip-hop if you call it hip-hop yeah i, I don't know what to tell you like <laughs> <laughs> yo, is it like somebody hit me up and was like, yo, is this like, is this hip hop? And I was like, did they say it was hip hop? And they're like, nah. Then I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so then. <laughs> like, did they say it was hip hop? It's like, is they're using electronic sample 4 4 beats. They're spitting poetry rap over it. Okay, let's call it hip hop. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the hip hop shit I listen to, people listen to is like, is this rap? Like, it, where's the wet ass pussy? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, See, man. it's a slip or a slope. That's yeah. what happens later. New undefined. <laughs> right. This oh. is the attempt to get that. Yep. You know I'm a big fan of your music, though, Shalise. What's Thank up with the new you. release? I just saw it. I, I, I started to play it uh, this morning to prepare, but then I was like, let me go ahead and listen to it when Shalise come on. Oh. I'm sorry. I keep calling you Shalise. Aphrodite. Aphrodite. You yeah. can call me either one. It's fine. I'm not it, famous enough Actually, yet. it's funny enough because <laughs> both of them are amazing stage names. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Shalice is an amazing yeah, stage is, name, actually. to be honest. Uh, you know, and what I like about it is because the first Baby reading of it. it is going to be wrong. Yeah. They're going to say, oh, I'll li- yeah, do you listen to Chalice? And it's like... It's Shalice, bitch. Yeah, it's Shalice, bitch. Right. <laughs> that should be the opening to your <laughs> album. Right. It's Shalice, bitch. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that the should next, be your name. The next album will be my name. Yeah. Well, I, we, should just, we should just rebrand and... <laughs> It's Shalice, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Is this the new joint? No. No, I've heard this before. This is the one. Sorry. Play. Hold on. See, technology. You're I too just... young to say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't be knowing how to do shit. I'm just like, I've I actually got shuffle. you. I've got you. I got you right here. Boom. Can you do it for me? You feel low. Climb a hill or stay. Tell us what this is. Get it right. Originally, this song was made to for a cycling a cycling company. Mm. That's what it was supposed to be for. Okay, so like riding around on yeah. a bicycle. So I made the lyrics super simple. Mm. Feel your thighs, feel the rise. Oh, this is for like a this is for like a spin class. Exactly. Like you go to the gym ah, and hit the spin class. It was supposed to be for that, and they yeah. didn't pick it up, yeah. so mm. we used it. Basically. Yeah, it's 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 a summer hit. Yeah, yeah it's supposed beach. to be my summer hit. You young? Is this a bop? Do they call this a bop, or is know. it not bop? How are you managing with all the youth slang? Look, I don't. <laughs> what is a, what's a bop? I mean, I, I don't know. The kids shoes. tell me. The kids tell me that means. I think it means something good. Oh. A lit bop. Okay. Ew. No. They're, They're bringing back lame. Brolic. They're bringing back Brolic. Brolic, yeah, Brolic, Brolic has made back. a return. I so. still say shit is fresh, yo. That shit is fresh. Son. I see you trying to freak it with the different spelling. You know it's yeah. hip-hop if you spell it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I see you. I still use all the old slang. I do as well. Um, I had to knock some of those things out and stop using them. Because like I used what? to say yeah. stuff was gay all the time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that though. Like first, I, I was wanna... like Riley from the Boondocks. Yeah. I was like, man, that's gay. That's gay. I, I, <laughs> I wanna, I wanna go ahead and say, like, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I do is make sure that I'm in support of all of our LGBTQ brothers and sisters, and, oh. and all the non-binary people associated yeah. with that. 
And then I also like to laugh at calling shit gay. <laughs> I never got I never got over it. Like but yes. I, I've gotten better at not doing that. So this is what I, I do to Naomi all the time, right? Like she'll do something and she'll be like, I don't like that and I'm like, Ugh, that's racist. Now you should you should just say he's yeah, that's hella gay. Did you say that you don't like ketchup or some shit like that? I forgot racist. what it was. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, I don't like ketchup. I was like, Ugh, racist. <laughs> well, you know, that's what Ronald Reagan gave us in in, in exchange for vegetables. Mm-hmm. He said he said ketchup is now considered a vegetable. <laughs> so they started adding that to school lunches instead of vegetables. Yeah, so they did. Poor, poor black they kids did. all around the globe. Yeah. yeah. Ketchup, ketchup was considered a vegetable. A vegetable. Racist. Nice. Racist. Unbelievable you don't stand in blacks in solidarity with the international revolution for the black man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. You and ketchup, huh? No, I, like that said, I love ketchup. Pro <laughs> <laughs> ketchup. Ketchup's good with Japanese mayo. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm on that. Japanese ketchup and Japanese mayo. The Together. Oh, I'm just oh like, God. all day. Yeah. Yeah, I can handle Japanese mayo more than American mayo. American mayo is trash. I, I think <laughs> Japanese mayo doesn't use the egg yolks, or what is the difference here? I don't here? know. Something different going on. I don't know. MSG. I think, hmm. I think oh. they use snot. MSG is the shit. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to MSG. I fuck with MSG heavy. I love MSG. It's delicious. <laughs> they, try to demonize, they try to demonize it, but it's a really dope seasoning. Uh, that must be the Filipino side of you. <laughs> Dog, I know you used to get it all in all of your Chinese food Look, growing up. You right? missed that yo, taste. Yo, so we have this thing. We call it ghetto Chinese food. Yeah. Ghetto Chinese food. I don't know if you ever been to New York, but like this, the Chinese food place you go into on a, especially in America or in the Northeast. When you walk in there, there's no seats. There's a counter with like like two or three inch thick plexiglass and the kitchen right behind the glass. And you gotta yell because there ain't no microphone to talk to the plexiglass and you yell your order, give me four chicken wings, fried rice. And for some reason, this Chinese food is the best yep. Yep. food on the planet. A lot of people don't know that. And then it's MSG. Yeah, yeah. I, I grew up. I grew up on all these things that had MSG in it. Me Especially too. like you see this here. This is actually it's this, delicious. This this pack of ramen is actually a litmus test that I keep in the studio because if you was poor like me, you oh, grew up on these packets, right? Do you know and I saw I that them. and I was like, damn, I want some ramen noodles. Now. <laughs> Straight up. No, I mean we live in like the ramen capital of the world for delicious ramen, but I have my folks send this out to me because sometimes you want that. Yeah, you need you a want that taste of home. Yep, yeah, it's a reminder where you came from. Yeah, and 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 it's not as good as it was when I was 11 years old <laughs> because it don't got msg in it anymore <laughs> when they removed it, it it a piece of me is lost in to, history can i ask you about how you used to eat your ramen noodles like did you ever eat your ramen noodles dry and you just like crunch yeah. the bag yeah. up and you just put you, a bunch like, <laughs> you eat it yeah. like, chips. like potato chips yeah <laughs> come on girl that was cool, that girl. was uh that was in your lunch when your mom didn't make a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> you get that <laughs> and, and basically what you're getting is it's carbs like, and oh. sodium yep you know what yeah. I mean? How am I supposed to eat this? There's no microwave. I moved out of my mother's house when I was 17 years old. Mm. Yeah. And 17 years old, living in the city that I lived in was really expensive. Um, You go to the supermarket, and those things cost 25 a pack. 
And you can get a big box yeah. of ramen noodles. I used to have like boxes because I know times, if the, if times weren't hard then, they were about to get hard. Right. Yeah. So every hard period, it would be like, well, this week is all ramen yeah. noodles. You yeah. know what? Straight up. Well, that, I'm going to put an egg in it. I'm going to put an egg in it. Fry some bologna, <laughs> toss it in there. Exactly. Yo, we, we know how to freak it. But that's the thing, though, like with all this COVID thing that's happening and like people losing money and jobs, I feel like black people, oh. we've been prepared our whole lives for this bullshit. Right. We're just like, oh, and we just, oh, it's just <laughs> Tuesday. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to go get all of these ramen noodles. I'm going to go get some tuna fish, yep. you know, tuna fish and crackers yeah. for a week. It that's really is a litmus test, that joint. Or like, beans yeah. and rice. Mine was beans and rice. Yeah. Bush You know, I've beans. always, yeah, I've always had those type of things. That's. I would eat two at a time. I figured out how to freak it <laughs> so you get the most sodium out of it. You know, what I mean? like you don't you don't put the seasoning in with the water. You know what I mean? Straight off, you want to make sure you pour out some of the water so the, the noodles are coated oh. in all the sodium that you need Look, to now, get hypertension said, and diabetes at age forty five. said, okay. Right now, I, a few weeks ago, I just discovered that I have high blood pressure. Oh no! Forty seven years old. So of course, dog. Yep, part of the course, yeah. 47-year-old black man, high blood pressure. We're the ones that get it. And right. you know, to be honest, if I'm living here, I don't eat as much horrible shit as I would if I lived at home. So I thought about, oh, my God, what if I lived in the States? Yeah. So now I have to be careful, Yeah, which blows my mind. You know, my father my father had a, a stroke right after he got out the military, the Marine Corps. So he's running all the time in pretty wow. solid shape as an older man and had a stroke but that's just like a genetic component it thanks. comes from a, a thanks for our nutrition is not you live an active life i see you all the time your feet are never not moving <laughs> even when you dj and you dancing <laughs> so like you know that that means that if you was back in the states and your diet was even worse than it is now you'd be in incredible risk yeah and that's something that is so common in our community so crazy sorry to, man sorry to darken that one up for you yeah you i mean i've, I've been thinking about it too because my father like at a certain point in his life, he just couldn't fuck with beef anymore. A steak, like, wouldn't even be able to touch it. Wow. Digestively and, you know, for all the other factors. So I think I'm I got another five years in me. And I don't understand why. <laughs> you got IBS? It doesn't matter what happens or what I eat. It might be alcohol. Oh, it might be. I've been drinking too much alcohol. <laughs> I mean, that could be a problem. I mean, it's I been know. almost every day. Yeah, you might want to. I mean, hey, it's COVID life. It's COVID. You know, you know. Some sometimes though, sometimes those little, little. I told my sisters like, yo, when you eat something and your body reacts poorly to it, that's great because you're getting an actual alarm system telling you not to fuck with shit. Like, if you if your body every time you eat some cheese, it says, "Bub, you, you fucking up. Don't eat cheese." You learn not to eat cheese. Some people they don't know that it's bad for them to eat cheese and salt and sodium until they having a damn heart attack. So damn Bailey's look good. That's that same. I, the only reason I got that is because that's the bottle from Marley. Marley uh, Mall, yeah. Okay. But, you know, that was in my freezer for a whole minute and I took it out. So that's like two years ago or something like that. Yeah, I stopped. I didn't have a hangover this uh, morning. Let's do concerned. your music share <laughs> yeah, yeah, while we yeah. bullshit. Yeah, whenever you ready for it. You got a, you got like a superhero name, Naomi? Or you just go by Naomi? What superhero name? I mean like Brooklyn Terry. Mega. Aphrodite. Um, <laughs> Fab Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I can't come up with 
any good names. Usually, like you have to have somebody. Yeah, give it somebody to you. gives it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mega, Mega is actually f- from. I, I, I'm not. I'm not uh, Mega in my art, but Mega comes from being five percent. I'm, I'm just gonna. Million. I'm gonna give her one right now. Her name. Her, her superhero name is right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Now, now I mean now than right now. Okay. That's actually you. But you gotta spell it. You got. You gotta spell it the N A O. Yeah. Right now. Right now. That's your superhero name. Okay, My so name is Naomi, aka Right Now. <laughs> right now. I actually that like it a lot. Nice. You I killed like it, it with that. You killed it with that. It sounded sounds like living now. Yep. Right now. Uh, when you want it right now. Know, How you want good. it right now? Yeah, you present. <laughs> right now. Ima. So then you can I flip it out. You can flip it out and just say Ima <laughs> later. Just keep flipping it. Can I play now? Yeah, yeah, let me just come down. Right now. We can play right now. Right now. This song is from Kamalu. Girl, I just want to play games. She call everyone on the phone. She will never call you back. You see him on the street. She be like, oh, sometimes. I said, girls. So he ain't got no clothes on either, just, just like Cardi and Meg. That's hard. So he's from Brooklyn. Of course. Brooklyn! <laughs> His name is Kamu. Kamau. Kamau. K A M A U U. I think I know. Yeah, y'all heard that drop out. Just deal with it. Kamau. I like that. Yeah, so this is fire. I, I might actually have to buy it and own it so I can play it when I. <laughs> I'm all for theft. No, he's an independent artist, so support that person. Yeah, I yeah. knew this song from the HBO uh, TV show. Oh, maybe Insecure. he's not independent. Oh, okay, maybe he's not independent. But still support him. The young man needs that loop. <laughs> Yo, Insecure mean? actually had so a lot a, of independent artists. Yeah, Issa used a lot of independent artists. Yeah. So I think it's one of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm Yo. all for that. Steal everything else. Go to Walmart. Steal all the Tupac shorts <laughs> out of the Walmart. But support local artists. Support independent artists. Mm, yeah, I think that's yeah. really important because, yeah. you know, we need to put more of the good shit out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Kendrick Lamar going to be all right. His white fan base is going to support him all day. Mm. But still, or support independent artists, especially local artistry. I'm, that, I'm big on that. That Kendrick yeah. Lamar pun was super funny. I like how you slid that in there. Kendrick Lamar going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know the vibes. So Sometimes in that, in that like show, that. Insecure, you can, you can listen to a lot of independent yeah. music. So to be honest, really I actually bought the, the in, this mm. dope. And the, really the soundtrack, I bought the sound Insecure soundtracks. That's how dope they are. That's, that's really good. I have to try to find it on my um, not so legal site because <laughs> I can't get it on my Netflix. I haven't seen season three, or is there, are they on three or four? Which one is it, Nami? You know better than me. I'm, I think I three ended, right? Season two. Okay. 
I don't. Season three is out. I found myself disliking Lisa Lisa Ray. Is that her name? Lisa Issa, 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 Issa Ray. Issa I found myself disliking her character. You're a hater. I know. I was on it. <laughs> what's the name? I haven't, I haven't seen it in like two years now, probably. What's the name of her boyfriend? Uh, f- Rollins. Okay, yeah, I'm on his team. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, you kind of nasty with it. Like, I don't really like writing. Like Issa. Issa's book, actually, um, <laughs> she was like, yo, black women need to date more Asian men, but not Filipinos because they're like the niggas of Asia. <laughs> and I was like, I look at it like, ugh. I was like, it, it leave a nasty taste in my mouth, but I'll be the first person to say that shit too. Like, yeah, we ain't Asian. We ain't uh, Asian. It's yeah, funny, no. but but for real though, like I just watching the women make moves in Hollywood right now is so dope. Watching it is it's so hold beautiful on, to on. see. No, I mean, you have to play the joint that you played me. Um, Omai Nanantoka. So hmm? the Omai. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's bust it. This is Namichie. Do you know her? Have you ever heard of Namichie? It's MC. Half black, half Japanese. Maybe. Did y'all listen to Aaron Cholai's new album? Oh my niggas. Oh my niggas. Oh, she black though. Oh my niggas. Oh my niggas. She's not saying oh my niggas. She's saying niggas. Oh my niggas. So oh my oh my niggas means like I let you go. Ah. I erase you. Ah, she caught me with the rope dope on that one. This is fire though. It's her. Ah, okay. And this is the song about she's she's my friend just took photos with her <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> let that play twice please oh my niggas oh my niggas oh my niggas she got me though i'm not gonna lie she got me oh my niggas midori game koide gawa ni niggas Mm, is that it? Yeah, it, it. Okay. <laughs> hey, all right. I love how it stops just yeah. like that. Is that the Wait, black radical tradition? What's That's her the name? black radical tradition. Yeah, nah. run that shit back again. Yeah. Play that one more time. Play that one more Play time. It, yeah, run that back. Run that back. Run that back. Oh my niggas, 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 niggas, I like that ad lib. Hexing block boss, black boss, almost like flash bomb. So you guys fuck with uh, Daichi Yamamoto? He's like a, I think he's a half black kid from Osaka or Kyoto. He's pretty hard though. Never heard of him. He's dope. That Miyaki, I mean, Miyachi joint, Mainichi. Have you heard that? Yeah, Mainichi, that that in the video, yo, I fucking love that shit. Miyachi's, uh, he's aware. You know what I mean? He's aware. He's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from New York. He's from New York. He's from Queens. He was actually supposed to judge this event that we're doing. Okay. 
He was actually supposed to judge it. Yeah. But because of Corona, be fucking shit It up. fucked so much. I had so many plans. Yo, okay. I'm going to... This is a deep, heavy moment for me real quick, right? So I'm this year, I will be 47 years old. Proud to be you, it's fam. It's my 47th year, right? Let's go. And I've been doing this particular job, traveling the world, dancing and teaching people how to dance and spreading the culture for 25 years. In my 47th year of life, I find myself looking for another career because my entire thing has gotten erased. I can't travel. I can't go right. anywhere. And God knows when it's coming back. We don't know. Sure. So let's talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fucking I mean, shit up. I think the universe has uh, decided something else for me for sure. Because <laughs> there's some sh- things going down, you know, at my school. And I was just like, it's time for me to go. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> It's time to head out and like really put more effort into music because yeah. I've just been like just constantly consumed by like it's just taking up my whole life. Yeah. You know, like messing with my emotions all day. This bullshit. I'm just like, if you don't get out of my face, I just can't no more. <laughs> Times are strange right now, man. Times are very strange. Oh my God. Music is a sanctuary for me. Turn it up. Yeah. Turn it up. So you, sh- you should be YouTuber, like yeah. I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I, I mean, you, you can transition the, easily. Yeah. You already got the following. All I gotta do is pop yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, and I'm you're like everybody's mentor yeah, but kind of person. You are an OG, man. Stop saying that shit. That makes me TikTok. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say TikTok? God damn it. <laughs> that, was in, that was two references. TikTok. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it's so when it comes to that stuff, it's about confidence. And I was telling Naomi earlier that you know when you've been doing this one thing for twenty five years, you're confident. You you know your place. You you don't even mm. have to think about it. Don't have, there's no consideration. This is what you do. And all of a sudden, when that is absolutely erased, you have to look into a new direction. Right. The confidence, like yeah, okay, I can do it. But who am I in this world? You know, it's a whole different thing. Right. And I, I, I got to get past that threshold in order to be move forward. Strange times. Bro. Yeah, strange times. Brother. Especially for you, you know, you used to traveling all over the damn world to do your thing. And Look. now, just stuck. One of the prerequisites of me moving to Japan was that I didn't always have to be in Japan. And now I look at my ass, always in Japan. This is going to be the first year in 25 years that I didn't tour. Woo! That's wow. pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, it's pretty That's crazy. something to be proud of as well. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like you just never stopped. You yeah. went going and you just kept going. Yep. Like I admire that. That's it wasn't something. always good for relationships. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you finish college? No, I didn't. Yeah, I me did too. Two years. It's a weird string. It's a weird thing for me to be out here. We had a we had a talk about right. that, and it, you get into these rooms with all of these like college educated right. people. And you're like one of the only, if not the only, right. non-college educated person, but you're still out there. Like, it, it, it's just a weird place to right. be, in. and especially now when things right. have changed so much. Especially coming from like um, the eras that we kind of grew up in too, because it was like every black person that you see on the street is not a person you dap yeah. up. Yeah. And like I, I the the amount of college educated black people that I grew up around, very very yeah. small. 
very small. So. Yeah, and I have to, uh, I understand. You know what? This is what I've learned about some college-educated people. They decide to stop learning after college. I mean, some of them a go lot to of college people and stop don't, reading. Don't really a lot learn. of people yeah. just stop learning, yeah. you know, and that's the problem with it. Because if you didn't go to college, you didn't finish, you always have this kind of eagerness to learn something new, to learn more, to kind of prove that you, you know, are... College is more of an indication of a certain type of effort, not a certain type of education level. Right. I don't know. I don't even know, not to be a dick, if it's an indication of certain kind of effort, because I've known, I know some people that got through college and they're just like, how? (laughs) You know what I mean? It could be just an indication of class. Indeed. It really is because, like, I couldn't afford that shit. (laughs) And I am not paying that shit back either. That is my reparations. (laughs) That's how I consider it. I'm not paying it back, so stop asking me. (laughs) That's just what's going to happen. You didn't affect my whole culture and family and harass all of us, and I can't ever get, you know, a break. So I'm not paying your ass back. In fact, the cast that I know that finished college. Most of the cats I know that finished college went to the military and got the GI Bill for yep. college. Yep. Yeah. And that's the indication of the class that yep. I was in. So and that, that that GI Bill thing, that is the effort. Like right. They had to literally, literally risk their lives right. to get that education. Because if you, no matter if you... Like, if you're called, you're yeah. called. You're going to go and fight. You know, it's a gamble. That shit is a yeah. fucking... I'm the class of 2001 as well. So 9-11 happened and we took our ass to Iraq. Yeah. Damn, how old are y'all? I'm 37. 37 and 37. Same. Yeah. 37. Is that why I keep calling you a baby? I knew we were (laughs) I was on the tour. Fuck it, I was in the class of 1992. Well, I mean, I was looking at the I was looking at the Mo Money Mo Problems video, not knowing that I was gonna be sitting in the same rooms with these cats. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's I interesting. I was in middle me. school. Shut up. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's like where my frame of rep my frame of reference is for hip hop because when I was younger. You know, like my parents, they played a lot of like old school stuff. Mm-hmm. So mean, there was like, a lot of Prince, yeah. there was a lot of Michael Jackson, there was a lot of like people you forget hip hop was not on the radio like that. And there yeah, was there was, was there so was hard time to hear. slots. To I got hear stories. I got stories like you know. And then it got so popular, especially in the South. So yeah. we had like three radio stations, like 107.5, 93.3, and like uh, 97. Or, uh, there's another one I can't remember. 107.9, 97.5. I don't. Anyways, so. that's not the point. My point is, is that that's when I got introduced to hip hop, mm. like properly. Yeah. Like before, the only way I would see it was if I visited my cousins down in the south, you know, like in Florida. Or if I went to church, that was the only way wow. I was, because I was, I grew up around a lot of white people. Yeah. It was frustrating. <laughs> you you know, know, it's funny because I, because I, I, I never felt black enough. I was like, I'm really girl, not you? getting it. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing wrong? I just imagine her sitting around like with her little trapper keeper. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Keeper. I don't get it. It's Lisa funny. Frank, I don't get it. Like in this room, I'm sure I'm the only one that has pre-hip-hop story like i remember listening to the radio when i'm like seven eight nine even ten and there was no rap music on the radio at all that didn't exist and i'm talking about in new york city yeah 
that didn't exist i remember driving with my father from brooklyn over to far rockaway and i remember the first time i heard planet rock on the radio it blew my mind that was the first rap song i ever remember hearing on the radio planet rock blew my mind so there was an entire world before hip-hop and i think that's what we forget like there was a world of black music prominent music well before hip-hop like i remember uh listening to the quiet storms on wbls and all of that stuff like there was just so oh, you had a so quiet rich. storm too oh, is every radio station the quiet storm at a certain yeah. they used to play <laughs> they used to play the song quiet storm quiet storm something more shit I definitely recommend people read uh, The Big Payback by Dan Charnas. It kind of charts the project, like the, the projection of hip hop culture through popular culture and it as business because you, you really don't understand the steps that happen to make hip hop popular on the radio. Like, yep. th- there are a few places in the United States that would actually play hip hop. It's like Oakland, New York, and Los Angeles. Yep. And those were the few. Yeah, and. and when when I was growing up, I am post Telecommunications Act. Like when the po- when the Telecommunications Act. So what you're listening to is the nationalizing of radio programming. They purchased up all of the radio stations and they had a fixed radio programming schedule. It was no longer cats like Marley Mall yep. or Red Alert or even Funk Flex creating and breaking hip-hop artists and making them popular because their personal taste there's not stretching bobito doing these type of things it was people putting together radio programming no, in Magic. association with radio music labels and so they put out the things that they sought sold not to the black and brown communities but to the white audiences that were becoming more interested in it so they gravitate towards nwa gotta get, you gotta, we got more nwa it's like this is the trick this is the trick you gotta get a little blonde white girl to like some shit if you want anything to happen. That's the truth. If you I mean, want something yeah. to happen, get a little blonde girl ja Rule. to like it. Yeah. And then, you know, there you go. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. the soccer moms, For the some soccer reason, moms are but big, it's, it's terrible, but it's true. Big purchasing block of yeah. hip hop music. Because they can afford it. Yeah. They have the spendable income. Yeah. They yeah. we the don't. disposable income. The for, disposable, yeah. yeah, we just don't. Our our income goes to rent. Keeping the lights on, keeping the water on, keeping electricity Just on. Just survival. Clothing our kids at school and food. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, what? Buy you a CD. I ain't got $20 ain't got no to give no you. CD. <laughs> so much of my music was, we were tape trading. Yeah. You get a tape, you get the artist that was on it, written, and, and we pass it around. And we, we continued the tradition of, like, independent hip-hop. That, that was, I, I really feel like, my generation is the last generation to have that because I am high school starts for me when the telecommunication act takes hold. And the next wow. thing you know, you see it. It's more Uchi Wally than it is De La Soul. It's, it's more Uchi hot bang boys bang. than it is company flow. And before at a time that one hour block of rap city used to play both of it used to play hip hop and then it started playing pop rap and then but some underground and then it kind of just are you talking about completely. Rap City on the radio I'm talking about Rap City the okay, Joe okay, Claire okay. BET before Big okay, Tigger okay, okay. I'm talking y'all about gonna that think, See, y'all yeah, gonna we think we had our own thing we right. in New York it was its own own beast we yeah. had like on one of the uh, off 
stations. We had a own rap in the city type of thing. There, so. There's infrastructure for that Video in New York that wasn't in like other. Places, yeah, I was so. in Atlanta, so you know, like it's not like I had that much access. And like I said, I lived in the suburbs, so like my access to all of this was like so limited. So I didn't get to hear De La Soul or any of these people mm-hmm. until I got much older. And Outcast is what brought me in. Like oh, wow. Outcast is what made me really like hip hop yeah. because they were like, oh, that's my shit right there. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I love this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, everything was super mainstream when I was growing up. You had the Britney Spears, the Spice Girls, you know, like. That's that's crazy for Georgia because you, I mean, do you understand the rich black history Mm -hmm. and music from your state? Like, it's It's a lot. A lot of, I kind of credit African-American music with two places. The first stop was, of course, New Orleans. The second stop is Georgia, because without James Brown, none of the funk, all of this stuff wouldn't even exist. James Brown is Georgia. Dirty, red clay, Georgia. Oh, I miss the red clay. (laughs) Well, you know, it, it, it all comes from all these places where black people are at the bottom of these hierarchies, you know? Like hip hop music, I mean, how separate is that from Jamaican culture? You know what I mean? And yeah, it, it, it's good that we we value these things. The black radical tradition. I don't know, guys. We've been talking for about an hour and a half on this second part. Usually I would cut it short by now. But do we have anything else to say? Or you know what I mean? Do we want to get into anything else? I've been trying to keep the episodes to about an hour each. But, but you, you know, know, they get good. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just uh, like I'm just having fun. This is the first time you've been back on the podcast just to chill on the podcast and not be a guest host or, you know, yeah. some other shit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just having a good time. Yeah, shit. But it chill. is it is Sunday. I know we all got shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ready for tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I'm going back to work after a week off yeah. and that shit is kind of trash. Monday. I got I to put exactly. together my, my bullet journal to make sure I'm good for the next week. But, but you know, <laughs> when when you run your own business, I'm sure Naomi can say this, every single day is Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah. That sounds terrible. No days off. <laughs> yeah, when I have something to do, that's my day off. <laughs> so I want to create something to do yeah. other than work. <laughs> work. So like this is some day off shit yeah. for us. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I'm, I'm so happy to see both of y'all here. Thank you. So Thank happy you. to see both of y'all here. <laughs> and we Amazing. are happy to be here. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen the homie Chalice. I know. It's been since so long. Yeah, I called you Chalice. I, I caught it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chalice, bitch. Chalice. But seriously, on the real on the real note, you that that name, your name, your given name is such an amazing stage name. Thank you. You really need to rock with that. I probably like, do, because uh, I'm starting. To, I have to admit, I've been getting kind of tired of Aphrodite. Like I was like, and then you you can make that <laughs> you like, can make that last S sound long, Shelly's. Yeah. <laughs> do something weird and, and I can actually hear Prince saying that shit oh, I love Prince Prince is like yeah, you seem like you love Prince I am such I have I played Purple Rain and like I didn't play it but I asked you know for it to be played I was like if y'all gonna play Bohemian Rhapsody you're playing oh, yeah. Purple Rain oh, yeah. <laughs> alright yeah <laughs> like, okay yeah I feel you 
had the whole place singing. And now, directly from the planet of Brooklyn. Thank you. Word. Well, shit, let's go, ahead and, let's go ahead and get into some uh, social media stuff and get the hell out of here. Yeah. Uh, Mega Late Show, episode number 121, Japan for Black Lives, Brooklyn Terry, Naomi, Aphrodite. Where's the social media shit at? The social media is on Instagram and Facebook, A-F-R-O-D-Y-T-Y. Period. <laughs> That's where you can find me. Uh, and all my music is on Spotify and Apple Music under that name. If you just type in A-F-R-O-D-Y-T-Y, you will find me. That's it. In fact, let me play some DJ Spinner here. There we go. Another Brooklyn boy. Okay, uh, Japan for Black Lives social media is uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Everything is JP for Black Lives. Four is number four. Yeah, check it. Boom. And what about you? Um, mine is Pop Five Tokyo on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check it. <laughs> and Brooklyn Terry EF on Instagram. Not uh, uh, AF. Huh? Not AF. No EF. Oh, okay. <laughs> Elite Force, not Ant Force. <laughs> <I thought laughs> Brooklyn Terry as fuck. Yeah, as I thought as fuck. I'm Brooklyn Terry as fuck. I always missed. <laughs> Brooklyn Terry EF on Instagram. Uh, Facebook of a whole lot of Brooklyn Terry's. Um, <laughs> World uh, Living Room Radio. World Living Room Radio on Facebook and Mixcloud and Instagram. Um, Speakeasy. And Speakeasy TYO dot official on Instagram and Speakeasy TYO on Speakeasy Tokyo on Facebook. One of the two. I don't know. You'll find us. Um, I'm just one of those type of dudes. Uh, that would make Sarasa so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sarasa. Peace to Sarasa. You still Sarasa haven't been on the podcast, Sarasa. <laughs> but yo, yeah. let's get out of here. All right. Peace. <laughs>